Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt on the Draft Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Knowing them is like going to college. Hamburger University. Jim and Eddie. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Wednesday. It is November the 17th. My name is Jim, and as always, always, as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by a man who would never, ever, ever piss on his fans in the middle of a concert, the one holy Eddie Guy. Eddie, Eddie, how are you, sir? Uh, uh, come on, boys and girls. I'm doing good. We're 10 3 and 3. I mean, there's no reason to be uh, uh, unhappy. I'm doing seven. good, Jim. How are you, man? Doing oh. good. Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Rangers sit comfortably. Well, maybe not comfortably, but nicely in third place, which we'll take, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. A, uh, what is it? A point out of? I had the standings up. I was looking at them. They are one point points. out of first place. Oh, one point. One point behind the red hot Carolina Horror Rangers. The, yes, the Hemicanes. The, the Hemicanes. Yes, the Brady <clears throat> Shea, Esper Fast. But they have Anti Ranta too. I think they have Tony D'Angelo's having a very good season for them. And uh, Derek Stepan also on that team. Lots of ex like like all New Yorkers, they go to they go to the Carolinas now. They used to go to Florida, now they go to the Carolinas. God bless, God bless. All right, I wish you a million dollars. Wish you a million dollars until it comes uh, until it comes playoff time. If we got to play it, well then we'll, uh, I'll be you'll uh, be my death deadly opponent. Our deadly opponents. All right, I, I see. Thank you, John Riggs. Feel free, guess in the chat room what jersey I am wearing. Hmm, see if I anybody see it. guesses it. I, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I Obviously, cannot. you can see a you can see a side view of one of the numbers, but right. Well, I have no idea either. Okay. 
Super Bad My Ass. That's right. One of the best films. Best comedies. I mean, let's think about it. This really with the, the political correctness of this world. When was the last good comedy you could see that had was a bit uh uh risque, if I may. Yes, Tim Erickson jersey he's wearing. Uh so, not Kreider, not Bookaboom. So um yes, so yes. Not Malik, bad, not Robotai, but I did have a Robotai jersey. So I love to see the people here today. I'm changing glasses on the fly, trying to figure out which one works better. Not Vinny Letary. Not Vinny Letary. Not Kako. Not Are we, playing show and, Are we playing show and tell now? Is that what's going on? Because I have started. Before we begin into the range. Show of and tell. Just a game I play. Oh, sorry. Not uh, Ryan Boyle. I have been acquiring Ranger cards at such a rate. Look at this stack. Wow. Fucking cards I've gotten. Wow. All Shesterkin, Adam Fox, Capo, Caco. Here, here's a jersey card of both. Caco. Not Peter Kruka. No. And Adam Fox. Ooh. I'm not so happy. About, but I've been I've been collecting. I'm back in. I'm in just when I thought I was out. It pulled you back in. And I've had to. Because I, I was out of the game for like three years, the hobby. I got to catch up with all the Cacos and the Chester. I even got some Libor Hayek stuff, which you know he's not going to be on the Rangers by the time the All-Star break is over. But probably not. Not Chris Drury. Most definitely not Chris Drury. Oh, fuck Chris Drury. No, for him, definitely not. Me, never. I wouldn't, uh, you know. You got a better chance of me eating a Subway sub than wearing a Chris Drury jersey. Ah! Your hatred against Subway continues. <laughs> it's the worst food in America. No, it is not. not. Scott Gomez. No, it is not. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So, I've been feeling my Rangers lately. I feel like my Chris Carter cards, which I bought back in 2010, they're uh, they're going to new heights. Going up, up, sky, up. Huh? Up, up, up. There are a couple of people I know, including the real Nick Adams and uh, the great Patty Duke, who never abandoned ship, cheered Chris through the bad times, the good times, the missing times, and they are reveling. They are saying, I told you so, guys. The beefcake, the man about town, give him the C, Chris Kreider. Look, he's a beast. So, not yeah. a Glenn Sather retro jersey. <laughs> I mean, uh, they have the guy is producing, guys. Oh, Kata, what a good shot there. Still, hockey cards have better hands than the actual. Cannot make fun of Chris Crider's hands because of the shootout goal, Ooh. which was. Holy Manoli, Chris Campoli, Tyler Tafoli. Not I was sitting in the sports book at the Borgata saying, What? He's 0 for 1 lifetime. There is no way I was taking bets on the floor that he wasn't going to score. And I was a loser. And of course, Jim, the prepared host, the co my co host, has the video. 
Watch it. Look at the man. He looks look at Dark Canyon there. Whatever that like, look he's going for. Frank like Zappa. The Frank eyes of Ivan Drago. Yes, look at the eyes. Kreider moves in on Bergier. Kreider to the net. He scores! Yes! And then does the Supan. That's right. Does the P.K. Subban celebration there. Yes, that was the AHL uh, goalie, Jonathan Bernier, who came in to replace uh, Miles Blackwood or whatever that guy's name is. Is that his name? Mackenzie Blackwood. Mackenzie Phillips. Blackie. Yes, <clears throat> that was the great Chris Quieta scoring. What a goal. What a night, folks. Uh, it was fantastic. Mackenzie, I'm sorry. Miles Miles Wood is the the player. I got right. them confused. We all know who you meant. It was cross pollination. He's a devil. He's irrelevant. Exactly. Except speaking of irrelevant, uh oh, Edward Geik, I ask you, do you know which team sits comfortably in last place in the Metropolitan Division of the NHL? I surely do. <clears throat> and let me just tell you, uh, the worm has turned. The New York Islanders sit our basement dwellers. And I ran into a couple Islander fans over the weekend, and I was just, I, you know, now that the Rangers that were doing semi-successful, now I'm just, I'm laying it into them. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, I know probably at the end of the season, it's all said and done. I'll regret what I said, but I don't really give a shit. Uh, I said, you know what? You just haven't done it over an 80-game season and then the playoffs. So you're really not valid. Oh, but we haven't played a game at home. Wait till we get to the IBS arena. The IBS. I go, what? That's going to materialize goal scoring? Right. That's going to make Anders Lee a 60-goal score? Get out of here. You can't score. Can't keep the puck out of your net. It could not happen to a more deserving team or fan base. Well, it's it's <clears throat> early, but yes, I'm reveling in their pain like you. Last place is last place. That's right. You are what your record says you are. That's last right. place. They're all, listen, they all want to pounce on us when we're down low, so... So I am enjoying every second of it. For a brief moment last night, the Rangers were in first place. And the Islanders know. were in last place. They're getting a little worried, the Islander fan. <laughs> I made an Islander fan. <laughs> it's a room full of cutters having laughing. And I, I can corroborate this. This is from a source. That Ooh. this, no, no, no. This is a, it's, this is a true story. Oh. I talked to a guy who, when the Islanders got eliminated, an Islander fan now, when they got eliminated against Tampa Bay, that one nothing game, he cried for ten days. Good, good. I good. said ten days. He goes, uh, <laughs> I go, not enough. I go, you lost. 
Not enough. 10 days. Should have been 20. <laughs> Should have been 30. Cry you, for years. All right, let me ask years. you. I mean, we've endured so much pain as Ranger friends. Do you ever remember crying like uh, over sadness over the Rangers in your adult life? No. No. I don't think I ever cried. I mean, I'm not saying you can't cry. But maybe you cry maybe a half hour. Uh, I mean, 10 days. You better check yourself into a fucking hospital. I cried when they won the cup. All right, Jen. Jen Not ashamed to admit, I cried when they won the cup. When did you cry, Jen? I want to know the specifics of when people cried. Was it when? The the day I moved in. (laughs) When Matthew Barnaby screwed us over in that interview? (laughs) I heard a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming on any minute now. Hold on. Hey, Rock. Rock, did you ever cry What's after up, a Ranger loss? I want to know. <clears throat> yeah, well, winning the cup. I mean, that was like. And it's it been so amazing. long, I'll cry again when it happens. A Tampa Bay loss? Okay. All right. I was close. <clears throat> but 10 days, I think you got some mental problems, which I think is most likely most Islander fans. I cry whenever Valley yeah, that's true. TV. So anyway, I was talking smack <laughs> against the Island. Oh yeah, I said, oh, yeah, you got you got great goal scoring there, Matthew Barzell. Let's watch him skate around for forty minutes. Anyway, so enough of those guys. Are the Rangers? Listen, I still don't know what's happening. I don't know how they're doing it. I just know that they did what they. They reversed what they needed to reverse. And that was the lack of shots on goal. And they've they've been able to do that. And it's given the goalies a little bit of a break. It's given the defense a little bit of a break. They've been out there. I think they put up 40 shots in two out of those three games. I'm I believe you are correct. Sure. So uh it uh it's 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 been good. I you know, there are some things. That we're going to talk about. 34 shots last night. 41 against the Devils. 41 against Columbus. That's your secret to your success. You know, and uh, some guys have really upped their game since the last time we spoke. Um, And uh, it's just been, it's been really good. I Last night's game, uh, it looked like the Rangers were going to really just rout them. But what happened in the second, third period, the Rangers kind of it was some pushback by the Canadians. Yeah, they kind of let, the, let the Canadians hang around last night. Yes, yes, the Rangers. You know, yes, that's right, Paul Slyker, Macho Capo Caco, playing very well. Eddie Geik. I got a question. I'm going to ask you right now on this program. Okay, here we go. Have we seen the corner turning for Capo Caco? Mm, Will this springboard him? Uh, uh, I hate to get on the spot here because anytime I'm on the spot, I can be called to the carpet at any moment for being wrong. 
He is uh, waffling like Aunt Jemima right now. Well, you know what it is? Because Doug, Doug's got me off my game. Uh, Doug, the fisherman. He's not <laughs> Doug, about, Gordon's fisherman? It, no, he's not a Gordon. He's just a fisherman. <laughs> Doug, he's like, oh, what about Crider? You seen enough of him already? Because, you know, we've been critical of Crider, and now uh, he's looking gold. So they're taking the opportunities to take shots at us. And, and I could take a freaking shot, you know. I certainly can, but, you know, uh, but I will acknowledge when somebody is doing well. I'm not one of these guys, if I got my foot on your neck and you start proving me wrong, I just don't continue to fucking court. So, right. I think Capo Caco. Go ahead. As consistent, playing on that line, will continue to play well. But as he turned the corner, give it another two weeks or so. I, I like that line a lot. I, I like that, that line better than the first line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, a case in point, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't push agendas on this show. We, we make our judgments based on what's going on at that particular moment in time. Case in point, Keandre Miller, who I've been on, has played well the last couple of games. He's played very well. And you know what? It's time for this fan base to get off Jacob Truba's back. That's right. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Well, you know what? Big contract, big deal. He's played well. We've seen guys not not play well with with this kind of money. He's played well. He's doing just fine. And he is one tough son of a bitch. The Rangers are winning, so now everybody's, you know. Everybody's great. Right. And then when they lose, then the agendas and everything becomes prevalent again. So, you know, although, you know, yes, Paul Slyker is right again. I I, def, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's just a one-year difference in the years that they played, but Kako looks more promising than Laffy. But that may just, you know, be a development thing. Anywho. Uh, yeah, so I think. What do you think? Has Kako turned the corner? I I think I think he definitely looks. You know, the problem is he he's. There's been times where he's looked like a different player. We like to use that phrase. Guy comes out, plays a game or two, and kind of has a couple of dominant shifts. So we like to use that phrase. He's a different player. He looks like a different player. But we've seen it before a couple of times with this kid. But. Uh, you know, I, I think he's getting comfortable on that line with Panarin and Strom. I think they're, I think they're, they're starting to build a, a nice chemistry and, uh, you know, hopefully it just continues. Hopefully it continues. I, I, I think we've seen, you know, we've seen good things at times from him. Same thing from Lafreniere. I, I, I know that this fan base can't just can't wait, just can't wait to destroy these two kids, <laughs> you know? And uh, look, these are the only two high draft picks we got left. We got to rally behind them. I mean, come on. I know. I was very critical last show about them, and I still feel the same way. I, as far as Lafayette goes, I mean, he got a goal the other night. You know, bully for him. He got, you know, he tapped the puck in the net. Whereas you saw a, a lovely goal by Kako the other night where it showed some kind of uh, high-end skill. And, um, you know, that gives you a little bit more, you know, good feelings. 
uh, you know, but I hope that I'm not rooting against him. I want him to succeed. I don't want to be like, oh, the bad drift, Big Rangers can't drift. We all know the Rangers can't really drift. I mean, so maybe the de facto Lafayette pick will just, you know, because he was not as smartest people in the room pick. He was consensus by the whole league to be picked first the world. Right. Maybe it'll pan out. But I'm not rooting against these guys. I don't root against my own team. So, but uh, let's uh, you know, take a look at the cock, uh, the capo caco goal real Cap quick. Guy, listen, invest in his hockey cards, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Buy them direct oh, for me. That's not what I wanted to do. There we go. LaBelle in the American Hockey League. Chase the Panera and he waits in his block. He sends his Panarin, Capo Caco, Panarin, Panarin, <laughs> awful. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's go. I mean, that—that's uh, we want to see. He's and Jennifer mentioned it in the chat room. He barely smiles when he scores, but when Re when Reeves was fighting last night, he was like, I'd never seen him so emotional. He had He's like a Cheshire cat grin on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so that was good to see. It was good to see uh, Ryan Reeves actually drop the gloves last night. And a very integral part of the game he was. Because that. He, uh, we, we have video of that, too. We can watch that whenever yeah, you're ready. You are like Roger Nielsen, Captain Video. I'm, I'm Baba Booey tonight. Wow. And a Baba Booey to you. Producing this show as best I can. Well, look, we have an unlimited budget here at the BSU uh, Empire. <laughs> so, oh, well, it was. We it have was that video too. Whenever you want to watch it. Oh, well, I suppose well watch that. He, he he definitely beat this guy's banana in there. I, I forgot what the guy's name was. It was something. Uh, uh, Prezetti, Perfetti, Confetti, Confetti, something like that. Peruso. Where is it? There we go. What is it? Michael. Michael. Mike. His name's Michael. Pizzetti. That's it. Pizzetti? Yeah. Pizzetta. Forget a Pizzetta. Uh-oh. 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 55 and Ryan Reeves dropped the gloves. There we go. And Reeves is telling Presenta to come on in. I don't know what set this off, but Presenta uh, sacrificed himself. Sacrifice? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one way to get yourself known around the league. As to fight one of the toughest guys, there's Pizzetta, there's the hit. As to fight one of the toughest guys. There he is. Look at that, look at that grin on him. He's having, yeah, that's he's having fun, like right? <laughs> right? He looks like Cutsy when he's not flaccid. 
Oh, look at Panarin. Get like he's uh, on the league. Working at the gate. There's a gate fight one of the toughest guys. There's Pizzetta. There's the hit. definitely wanted to go. Good that slash hit. was a little bit like, you know, we're going to fight. Oh, and then Pizzetta didn't like the hit. Just went right after him. Maybe just... Oh, Joe. Actually, no, he no, backed it's a one -one up. He never game, really went but, after him. You know, Joe. Pizzetta's a young player that's yeah. trying to get established. Uh -huh. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. Uh-oh. I mean, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I would have been like, hell yeah, they're going to fight. Ooh, yeah. It, did you think it was weird? Because I thought it was weird that that uh, Reeves and, and, and this Pizzetta guy are, you know, they're a good eight to ten feet apart, kind of squared off. I mean, they're almost in opposite corners. And the refs just let them go. Yeah. They don't want to get involved in that stuff. They used to do that stuff. Remember Nikki with COVID? Oh, you don't want to get in the middle with the COVIDs? Maybe. But you remember when Fatih used to do this, like the Marcus of Queensbury thing? Right. And he would dance with the guy. And sometimes they would just, the lines would just jump in and hold his arms and he'd get two minutes for delay a game. Right. He wouldn't even throw a punch. So, yeah, maybe with that, they don't want to jump in. But I was good to see. But this will come back to another situation, which I guess we'll just start talking about it. Is this whole PK Subban, which is PK well, Subban, uh, That's funny. which has divided the fan base into two camps. The, really has. It has. It's it really has. PK Subban Forgiveness Network. <laughs> and uh, PK Slewfoot uh, Conclave. <clears throat> so, where are you folks? Are you uh, uh, saying, well, you know, PK really didn't hit him? He didn't mean to hit him because uh, he obviously had contact with Sammy Blay, who is now out with a torn ACL. And Jim, let me tell you, for the year. The audio on this is horrific. Have you heard the audio on this? I have not. If you can search and find that, it's on the, the tubes. Uh, either Red Tube, Pornhub, uh, <laughs> Psychic tube. Friends Network. Uh, uh, it's, it's all over. The screaming by Blay. I'm not sure I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, come on. They want to hear it. Hold on. I have a video, but let me see. If... Oh, okay. Oof. Oofa. All right. All right. Jim can take it. You're going to act like a man. You know what? I got to be uh, God's honest truth. It's harder for me to hear the screaming. Than you it is to it? watch the injuries. Yeah, yeah it makes it more like real. A or a gnat that's just, ah, I fucking missed them. You see it? You're like, you're next to watching the show. Fucking, I don't know if it's a mosquito or gnat. Fucking thing keeps buzzing around. Anywho, all right, here we go. Uh, here it is. Benajay, broken up by Janssen. 
Is the audio on? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I couldn't remember if I clicked the button to turn the audio on. I'll back it up. Up by Johnson. Strong defensive play by the Devils. Blaine went down. Sammy Blaine's hurt. Oh, boy. I'm wondering if he didn't, geez, he reached for his knee. And I know he was trying to dig the puck out along the board. Subban was there. I thought Subban's stick was down on the ice. Wow. And I'm not sure if his stick caught in the skates and he twisted in a funny way. But he, he... Now, before we before we go on, because I already searched ahead and I see that the, they have both replays on here. One mm -hmm. replay, the, which was the first one they showed, it's very hard to tell if there's contact. When they show the other angle, I think it's pretty obvious that there was contact. Went down and looked like he reached for his knee on the play. I'm not sure how much Subban had to do with it. The fans here think he did. Hard to tell. Jim Ramsey is well, not putting any weight at all on the right leg. Thanks, Dallas. He's in a lot of pain. There he is. Oh, you know what? I mean, it just Subban didn't do anything. He didn't. All right. Oh. So that angle, it is difficult to, to see anything. You know what? His his right his right leg just went straight into the boards. Watch his his right leg. Look right stake. there. I know they came together with Subans, yeah, right? Contact. I don't there, know. See, you know, and this is where this is where having an announcer like Philly or Pittsburgh or a Boston has. I mean, those guys would have been screaming for Subban's head. Meanwhile, Joe is looking for every fucking excuse he could find to excuse an opposing player. That's right. I mean, Joe is essentially in defense attorney mode here. <laughs> My client is framed. He's being misrepresented. Right. Because because Subans, right? I don't there, know. Joe. Did Subban stick out his leg? He's afraid Danico's going to beat the shit out of him next time he Hard to tell from there. One more time. Just went straight into the boards. Back Watch and his, to his the left. Leg and skate. Right there. I know they came together with Subban, right? Contact I don't there, know. Joe. Did Subban stick out his leg? Did he? No. Did he? <clears throat> All right, so uh, there you have it. So that second angle, I would say, is pretty damning. Can I say without without a shadow of a doubt that there was there was there was absolutely contact there? I'm, I, yeah, I could. I, I think it certainly looks like there's contact. It certainly looks like their skates touch. Right. And we're and we're we're talking about a guy who has a reputation of doing this exact thing, has done it to one of our players, just has had two fines or suspension uh, two fines this season for dirty plays. This guy's reputation more than precedes him. But there's Joe Micheletti for the defense, Your Honor. Yeah, and I don't know who Ruben wasn't even on the ice, Sam. That's not him, that's another black guy. <laughs> just I I mean I don't know who skates into a person like that with their legs wide open like that. If you're going to hit somebody, I, I, I just, I can't. 
the guy, as Bill Chadwick would used to say, has a reputation for doing. Yep. He's got a reputation for doing this. He's like crazy legs, Hirsch. So anyway, uh, I can't give the guy a benefit of a doubt because he's the dirt. He's done dirty moves before, right. but a lot of Ranger fans, a lot of well-respected Ranger fans that I know, are saying no, it wasn't his fault. It's uh, fine. I, I don't know. I I don't know how how they could be seeing so differently than what I'm seeing, but that's okay. It's fine. We don't all have to agree in this world. Now the secondary question is, should have it been taken care of by one? This is another one's dividing Ranger fans. Yeah. One. And, and I was in the camp that something should have been done before that game was over. Granted, and, and I heard Ryan Reeves' explanation. I don't buy That's a bad explanation. Whether you buy it or not, I heard his explanation. I don't give a fuck about the two points. Well, you know, he doesn't want to. (laughs) He he doesn't think Subban's going to fight him. Yeah, he has no choice. He said, "What am I going to do? Cross check the guy and get a penalty." Sometimes you got to take the penalty, right? Did Tom Wilson think that Pavel Buknevich was going to fight him or Tammy Panarin? No, you just start ragdolling that fuck and start beating the shit out of him. No choice. Now it you're was not paid to play great. hockey. You're not Reeves. You're not paid to play hockey. Sorry. It was. It was also said that if Reeves had done something, and this was said directly to me, that I would have been the first one crying about a penalty, which is a bunch of fucking bullshit. I would never complain about a penalty taken for a guy protecting a teammate. That's right. Never. Never. And I'll a senseless offensive zone penalty? Yes. A senseless slashing penalty? Yes. A penalty where you're standing up for a teammate who you've now lost for the season. A key guy. Whether we think he is or not, the Rangers consider him a key guy. He's a top nine forward. Playing on a third line, second line, first line. He's a young guy. Young guy. They got a lot of hope. They spent a lot to get him. Right. They gave up a lot to get him. Nothing was done. I have a problem with that. A lot of I was very surprised. A lot of Ranger fans said, "No, can't do anything. Can't take the penalty." Uh, I was I was told you can't start something, but you don't want to get into that type of stuff before Christmas. I don't I don't buy that either. Uh, you know, too what? early in the season uh, was was the point. Early the in the season, but I I don't I, I don't understand it. I, Ten years, people are screaming this team's not tough uh, tough enough, too too easy to play against. And and there's more evidence of it. I don't I don't know. Would they feel the same way if that was Panarin again getting slew footed into the boards and out for the year? Would they feel the same way? Would they would the would the would they still be okay with absolutely no retribution in that game? I don't think so. Is it or is it just well? It's just Sammy Blay, right? Because I, I I'll be honest with you. I just I, I the 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 reaction from Ranger fans, the passiveness has really surprised me. Really surprised me for people that have been screaming for that 10 was years, screaming the whole off season. I, I don't quite understand it. And uh, you know, the whole—I mean, 
and they kind of gave him a pass on the non-fighting Tom Wilson in game one. And now we get a, now listen now listen last night I think he got the message, and it paid off for the Rangers. And it's not always going to pay off when you start these fights, but when it does, it's a game changer. And last night that was a game changer. What it did well, it's almost like it got in his head. You know, I better have a fight soon because they're starting to question me not going. And uh. I, I thought that, I, again, I, I thought it was kind of like, oh, well, I don't want the coach to be mad at me because of the score. Yeah, I mean, you know, and there's this there's this balance in this and this debate that's gone on now since the since the firing of JD about getting tougher, getting harder to play against. You know, not, it's not just about fighting. It's right. about standing up for yourselves. I mean, we've seen it too many times, and, and I'm, I'm sorry because you're sitting next to me, but we saw Marion Gabbert get killed, and we saw Dan Girardi stand there. We've seen players get killed, and we've seen guys frozen in time doing absolutely nothing. We've seen our goaltenders get run for years with, with no retribution. And now, you know, the Rangers invested a lot of money and assets into getting tougher, and then... They watched one of those assets go up in flames, too. The guy they hit is one of the guys, Subban hit, was one of the guys that's supposed to be more, you know, a guy who hits, you know, as well. I mean, if it was like, you know. But, I, I mean, don't know. isn't. If it was Libor Hayek, we wouldn't have. It doesn't really matter, but. I, I just, I, I guess I'm, uh, maybe I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it, but isn't this the reason why you got tougher? Is it this what being tough is? I'm not just talking about just fighting a guy, beating the hell out of But somebody's got to, I mean, something. Well, yeah, it's great that they won the game. Absolutely. But is P.K. Subban going to think twice the next time? No. Not against the Rangers. Not right now. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean. I love I mean, the it's, win. I mean, yeah, it's great that Ryan Reeves fought a guy that challenged him. I, I, I mean, the guy had to, uh, quite frankly, the guy looked like me fighting Ryan Reeves. He had about as much chance of winning that fight as I would have. Uh, you know, uh, but uh, so, I, I, you know, I, I was disappointed that nothing was happening, that, that nothing was done. And I'm very surprised at the reaction. I really thought, you know, I, I'm like, where, where, where's the pitchforks? Where's the, where's the right. oil? Well, the Rangers in the offseason will have to get somebody to go after PK Subban. I, I guess so. Maybe we need toughness to protect the toughness. I don't know. What's I mean, I, I, I remember certain people saying we got to go get John Scott. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they were. It was blood. There was blood in the water, and 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 that was one of the people that was telling me that Ryan Reeves did the right thing. <clears throat> I don't. I don't get it. I guess it's if the Rangers win, everybody forgive forgives. Doesn't see this shit. Mike, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> 
I, I, I'm just, I'm really surprised. So I'm like, well, you know what? I, I, and I'm not going to argue with people on social media because it's fucking stupid. Oh, no. Everybody's got their own opinion. That's fine. I'm just, I'm surprised at it. That's all. I'm not going to, I'm not going to call you, you know, I'm not going to call you an idiot or a racist or whatever, because you don't agree with me as, as I was the other day. That's, yeah, I was told, I was told that if, that if, uh, that if he wasn't black, it would have been a different. Uh, I w- I wouldn't they were be on both the case. black, weren't they? Subban and, and oh, because I was getting on Reeves' case. Yeah. Oh please. I was told that it was he's a thirty-four-year-old goon. Well, that's my thing. Is I mean, five on five. I think Blay was much more of a factor than Reeves is because Blay hits. He has a little skill. He's got upside. This is a 34-year-old guy who we explicitly got to fight and when we get run over by other teams and then, then this serial slew footer, maybe, maybe not, takes a guy we got in trading Pavel Buknevich and he's screaming on the ice. You're cringing at just hearing the replay. Imagine right. you're on the bench. And you hear your friend, your teammate scream like that. You don't want to go out and kill that fucking guy? I'm sorry. That's, uh... And you're worried about the fucking score against the devil dogs? Who gives a shit? Kill a two-minute power play. Kill a four-minute power play. Just take that guy and beat his face bloody. Get suspended. You're a goon. I, yeah, I was just, uh, you know, it's it's fine if you don't, uh, like I said, it's fine if you don't agree with me. I, I have my opinion. Well, I'm in your there. camp. Seems like most of the people in this fucking chat room in your camp. Uh, right. Uh, and that's these fine. These on the internet, the Twitter, the Twitter, apparently they don't know what's up. I don't even, I don't even, I, I, I don't even barely well, know. Well, Facebook anyway. or whatever, whatever they're calling it this week. Meta, Meta, uh, whatever. Metsies. Metsies. I, I don't know. So, but it's all good. Really dirty. You can have your opinions. You can tell me I'm crazy. You can tell me I'm I'm a jerk. I'm a racist. Whatever. It's all good. I wish you a million dollars. I don't know. It all works Racism out. thing. Everybody just cries racism now. It's just so stupid. It's all good. Life goes on. I know, but I mean, I don't like to see you be taking a task. When I don't see it, I want to stick up for you. I'm not, I'm like Ryan Reeves. I'll take a fucking triple match penalty you're not, to defend you. You're not worried about the instigator? Fuck the instigator, that stupid rule. <laughs> that shows a travesty, by the way. <laughs> episode two? Fucking horrible. There's an episode two? There's an episode two? Oh, good God. I don't want to mention the show, but I think you all know it. Right now, it was sticking it. it. It's bad. The I will say the technology is a little bit improved. Oh, well, it had nowhere to go but up. <laughs> but in the Rangers case, what's... Okay, say you're James. I don't want to belabor this point because the Rangers are doing fantastic. We are all loving it. We're high as a kite. Couldn't be happier. But if James Dolan is disgusted about what happened to Panarin and Buknevich with Tom Wilson, how is he when he sees a guy screaming 
at Madison Square Garden at the top of his lungs. And he wasn't, he wasn't there. Well, he was obviously there for the Tom Wilson thing. Somebody sent him the videotape. That's why we fired everybody and their, their mother after that happened. Well, that was say they're pissing in his ear. All right. Then say they're pissing in his ear now. Now. This doesn't affect them? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, I don't even know if say they're still paying attention now. He's in Banff. You don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so, I mean, it's something to talk about, and it's something that I, I feel like this is a guy who's fought at the drop of the hat his whole career, but now he's thinking about it with. With fucking that wascally wabbit, Jawad Gawant. Gawant. <laughs> behind the fucking bench. Who, I'm going to say it right now, folks. He's turned this team around. I have no idea what he's doing. I still have no idea. But they're playing for him. So that's still all. Still no plan. <laughs> still no, still plan. no plan. But <laughs> the messages are getting through. God bless. I wish you a million dollars. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's working. And, you know, part of me says, well, you know, they beat, okay, they beat Montreal, they beat Columbus, and they beat uh, and they beat the Devils. But they did beat Florida last week. And and they did play, a, they did give Edmonton a, a tough go. Yeah. And I, 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 listen, I'm not taking them for granted. I, they, you know, I'm not saying, well, the Canadians suck. They beat them. That could have been easily a trap game. That's a game they might lose under David Quinn. Since I, I don't remember a winning streak ever under Quinn this long. Uh, I told you that in the beginning of the year. I never felt like we went on winning streaks. And this seems like a winning streak. And that game could have been a trap game last night. Uh, four in a row? Four in a row, baby. Ten and six. Ten three and three, or ten and six, as you say. Ten and six, wild okay. card in the NFC East. It's so funny. <laughs> so that it's so funny. I, I, some of the people I was hanging out with, I brought up that you only count counting the Rangers is uh, what was it seven and six at the time, right? And they were like, "That's ridiculous." I was like, ah, well, they are technically loser points, right?" I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I said, "Listen, whatever." I mean, Go yeah, ahead. it looks pretty, but it's but it's phony. I mean, you win or you lose. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to beat this again. It doesn't matter if you lose in five minutes or you lose in ten minutes. You know, you lose. Did you win tonight? No, we lost. Oh, well, did you lose in overtime? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Either right. way, you lose. You never replace the f – and also, just emotionally, the feelings-wise, the feels-wise – when you win, and especially if you're a Ranger fan, you're elated when they win on three on three, which is almost an impossibility because the Rangers, for some reason, can't conquer the three on three thing. And if anything, most, most and, and what's funny is that an overtime loss hurts hurts way more than a regulation loss. Yes, especially if you come back to tie. Right. And, and then you, you lose all, anyway. Yeah, you lose anyway. What the fuck? It's like you're here, and then you're up here, and then you're, oh, fuck. Uh, you know, it's except for the stupid point. Sometimes I'd rather lose six one than, than blow yeah. a three. You know, it's like a five one lead against Edmonton and lose in overtime. 
It's true. Well, yeah, Jen makes a good point. We are too slow for three on three. Also, that first line never gets off the ice. Panarin and Zabinijad and uh, that was it. Strom. It's, I think it's Strom, Panarin, and Fox. Is there three on three? Is that usually, usually that's that? Yeah, that, yeah. That's I think that's who he's been starting. They stay on the ice for like two and a half minutes. They get well, can't get off, and I, then the other team scores. Part of that is Panarin. He doesn't like he's same thing on the power play. Same thing on the power play. How many times? How many times have you seen him out there for almost an entire power play? Didn't he cost them a game a three on three early when he like shot it right into the guy's fucking? No, he well, he was he was coming in on the wing, tried to go tried to go into the middle, and he tried to go into the slot, and he right, and there were two guys there waiting for him. He didn't make it. They took the puck away, and right. they went down the other end of the ice and scored. And then the next time they went to overtime, he tried the exact same thing, and it, and it almost cost him again. Watch the next overtime. Panarin will be out there for the opposing three line changes. <laughs> They've already changed three times that he's out there. The critical Reeves theory. What is this now? <laughs> I don't think y'all's William Scott, y'all CRT. Ain't <laughs> gonna teach that to my kids. Liam, I'm I'm not I'm not debating that. The fourth line has played very well. They've they've been they've been literal 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 game changers at times. That's that's not my point. Liam could say whatever he wants. Well, as far as I'm concerned, this could be called the Liam the Liam Scott Blue Shirt Underground Show. From- well, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean the fourth line has been. You know, Jen says we're completely uncoachable. <laughs> Who said that? Jen said we're completely uncoachable. I think we are. I think <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but whatever he's saying, the mustachio, that, that mustache, geez. But since that mustache has been growing, so is his influence on the, the players that he doesn't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> And you're right, New York Ranger Mike. The, since the Rangers are terrible on faceoffs, three on three, they lose the faceoff. They never see the puck again. So maybe that's why they hold on to the puck for. Uh, yeah, because it's a it's a completely different you know strategy when they go in these overtimes. Now, you know you'll have a you'll have a you'll have a guy get the puck in overtime, and he'll pass the puck all the way back to his goaltender so that the team can change. I'm just waiting for the day where the Rangers put the puck in their own net in overtime. That day's going to come. Puck will hit a run the ice, skip up, hit off Georgiev's shoulder, and he'll be behind him, and they'll lose 5-4, miss the playoffs, and then we'll have to get tougher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He looks like Gomez Adams with that mustache. Oh, don't make fun of the coach. Not with that. You're losing me. How dare you? You're losing me. <laughs> uh, uh, I was just, you know, and I have to ask you guys, fucking Georgiev, he played a pretty good game in that Devils game. If you look back at it, right before, I think, the overtime, he he, he stopped the great Jesper Bratt on a, yet another breakaway. And then going into that overtime in the shootout, for some reason I can hear myself now. Anyway, um, 
I wasn't. Had, I didn't have too much confidence. What about you? No, no, because uh, no, I don't have. A, I don't have a lot of confidence in Georgiev to begin with these days. He played a pretty good game. He did play a good game, and but you know what? He's got a tight, and and I hate to I hate to give Valaket any credit, but he was talking about Georgiev needs to tighten up on his on his breakaways, and I, I mean every day. The, the, Two of the devils that scored just put it through. You know the five hole was five big. Hole. <laughs> five hole was big. That five hole was big. Thanks, Sam. Ooh, yeah. So, so no, I didn't have a whole lot of confidence, and and it was funny because uh, we're sitting watching the shootout, and then and Avery's watching with us, and and she keeps asking like, like the Rangers to make a stop. Okay, so now what happens? And I'll be like, all right, now we got to score. And then she's like, all right, what else? <laughs> So well, then what happens? I said, well, then they score and they win. <laughs> but then they didn't score. And then, and then she's like, all right, now what do they got to do? I said, now they got to stop the Devils again. And then what happens? I said, then we shoot again. That's so funny. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a good shootout, though. It was, man. I, you know, I still hate the fact that that's the way a game gets decided, but I've lost that. I've already lost. I've lost that battle. I'm not, it's, it's not coming back. Gary Bettman swears the fans love it. I haven't talked to one fan that says that's the way. I've never heard a fan say this is how a, that game, a game should be decided. Never. 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 I think that I think they all enjoy watching it, and they enjoy the three-on-three, three, but I don't think any one of them has ever said to me, this is how I think a game should be decided. They absolutely love the three-on-three. Three. They hate the shootout. I'm predominantly most fans. Jen I, have a, three three. I have a love-hate with the three-on-three. I I I don't like the I don't like the strategy change because it's a lot of keep away, you know. And I think I I think it takes away from the game a little bit because guys guys are afraid to do certain things because one bad bounce, one bad pass, and and the game could be over. It's a breakaway the other way. So I kind of wish I, I had heard this 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 theory or this suggestion a couple of years ago, and it actually stuck with me. I really liked. It. I think they should play five minutes of four on four, then go four minutes at th- or five minutes of three on three, and if nobody wins, nobody wins. <laughs> no shootout. Okay. okay. I mean, I I enjoy it. I like the fact that if you take a shot and it goes wide, the other team can just pick it up and they're gone the other way. Goalies get can make you know. Goalies can make a lot of crucial saves. I I, I find it exciting. And I'm but not completely. Hate- I'm not completely against a tie unless it's that Lions Steelers game from Sunday. That was that was one of the worst football games I've ever seen in my entire oh life. Oh my god! You should have been at the sports books watching that. The Steeler fans all in their freaking Steeler jerseys, sitting waving there. the towels, waving the towels. I'm sitting there yelling. I was the biggest Lions fan you ever I'm seen. I'm sure you were. <laughs> yeah, you yeah! just love to antagonize. People. I love to be the heel at these things. As long as I don't get beat up. <laughs> you know, people get passionate about their sports, as we know. And you know, you going to happen. But I try to be sly about it. But uh, that yeah, game that was, was awful. It was terrible. Just awful. <sighs> so, and uh, well, yeah. Uh, so the Rangers have Toronto tomorrow night, and then obviously Saturday's game has been canceled, which 
believe me when I tell you, uh, absolutely devastating to Eddie and I that we're not going to get together with you guys this Saturday. We, we've been planning this for months. Just, you know, finally we were all going to be together again. It's been two years as of November 23rd, I believe. And uh, that that when Tony Tony Stanziano, one of our one of our longtime listeners, and I don't know if he's ever missed a viewing party, posted in our group, "The game is canceled. This sucks." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? The game is canceled." And uh, and sure enough, I, I looked, and uh, you know, the guy from uh, the Ottawa Sun was reporting that the game was going to be canceled. And then all of a sudden, I see that the Senators are completely ravaged by COVID. So. <clears throat> Dumbass Canadians. Again. Just I, I feel bad because there were previous dates that I could just there was too much conflict with me and my band or just other things. We could have had it, and then we did we started on this date, and then they, all of a sudden they I mean Jim when Jim texted me this, I was like, What? He's fucking this is some kind of but he, he, you don't like try. You don't try to hose me. Usually, you're you're real with the info. So I was like, ah, fuck. Like what? Did all of Canada get fucking quarantined? So apparently in Ottawa, I don't know. They got the COVIDs. <laughs> so it's like the mumps outbreak many years ago when the rain right. mumps. Right. The I'm mumps. so disappointed. And Costa one, of course, went off the rails. I'm sure he's boycotting this show. Probably is. He's like, Eddie ruined it. Eddie ruined my life. He, well, you know what, Costa? I whatever. I'm not going to react to you. I'm I'm not sure if you guys. Uh, I know most of you are, but if you're not on Facebook and and you listen to the show, and I mean everybody knows Costa, but I can tell you that he was absolutely apoplectic. There is no better word for that. I mean, I, I actually got messages from people. Is he going to be okay over <laughs> about this? And I'm like, I don't know, man. He's got Costa's look. Costa's got God bless him. God bless his loyalty because I we do appreciate it. He's got two things that he looks forward to. One is re his wrestling shows, and the other is our viewing parties. And, All right. You know, it's been two years, like I said, and he was just, he was, he was ready. You know, it's a big day to him. He comes into the city, he gets there three hours early. He, you know, he's, he sets up his stuff. And this is what he texts me. Maybe because okay. a lot of times he texts me and Jim the same thing. Right. So I, I, I'm curious. He goes, now I'm fucking pissed. I mean, all caps, really pissed off. Like losing a game pissed off. Like ready to flip a desk pissed off. Did he text you that? No, I didn't get a text uh -oh, from him. Uh oh, uh oh, I must be in a lot of trouble now. You're, I think, <laughs> I, yeah, I've not gotten a text, a message from him. Listen, Coast, I got a life. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I make decisions on that life. I'm sorry. That's all I can say. If you're going to take severe umbrage and hold a grudge against me, fine. I've been with you through the battles to your controversial stage. 
I've seen you mature over the years. Wait a minute. I haven't seen you mature over the years. But still, <clears throat> you better not be boycotting this show tonight because uh, no viewing party because of me. If you are, you're a stu-not. Uh, what's going on? The Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Thunder? What sport's that? Basketball? Oh, yeah, beat the Rockets. That I know. Hmm. So, yes, this gay community. He might be working at the gay community tonight, so maybe that's why he's not here. He has not messaged me. Wow. So he's maintaining radio silence. He's off the grid. He's off the, he's off the grid. He's with Strokey and Red now. Right. He's right. He's, he's, he's pledged his hey, allegiance. Costa. Hey, guys. He's pledged his allegiance. Uh, hey, guys. Well, well, you know, whatever he has to do to get I'm over sure. it. It's very hard. It's very hard for him. Jeremy, you Jeremy, in your wildest dreams, imagine that you'd have somebody so loyal, so loyal to this. Crazy. Uh, listen, I was. Then he proposed like some kind of Zoom call or something. Well, let's meet in New Jersey. Let's meet. He well. That doesn't change the game. Well, no. The the, the um. The reason why he said that was because first thing I did, of course, was I immediately look at the Rangers schedule, trying to find an alternative date. And the Rangers schedule is shitty. It's not very conducive for a lot of weeknight games. And they don't have a road game. They don't have another road game until January 8th. And that's in Anaheim, which does oh, us God. absolutely no good because we're not having a viewing party at 10 o'clock at night. Right. So then there was January 15th when the Rangers were in Philadelphia, which, which isn't a great fly is that's not a great option either because a lot of people who come to our viewing parties will go down to Philly for the game, but that's what we had to work with. But that's, that option is not available for slatteries. Um, so that was when Costa said, Oh, maybe we need to find another place, which, you know, it's easy for him to say, oh, you know, go find another place. But, you know, it's not as easy as you think. We've we've had some we've had some good some good spots. We've had some bad spots. I mean, we're you know, we Percy's was nice because Colin Cosell was was arranging it all and taking care of us, but that was a small we were cramped in there. Yes. And then Irish Times, Jesus. <laughs> that place was just weird. The service there was terrible. Service was terrible. The guy stiffed us on promises, and anyway, they're out of business anyway. <laughs> so you know, and New York City's just—it's easy for most of the group. Yeah, because it's a hub, right? It's New York City. So anyway, we're working on it. I don't, Eddie and I will have to talk offline and try and figure out what to do because we did want to have a second viewing party in March. But we can't have a second one until we have a first one. So I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. We may have to. We may have to look. I, we may have to look at some home dates. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. We may have to just say fuck it and do a home game. I don't know. Yeah, we may have to do that. Whatever we got to do. 
We want to be with you guys as much as you guys want to, you know, right. come hang out with us. Believe me, this was, I went upstairs. Uh, I was working when this all came down. Jen was in the kitchen. I just went and stood in the doorway and I'm like, the fucking game is canceled. We have to cancel the viewing party. I, mean, I cried for 10 days. 10 days? <laughs> no, it hasn't even been 10 days since it's getting fun still. So Chris had to sing Eddie to sleep. Yes. That night. So I sing you to sleep. <laughs> oh my God. After the love. After the loving. Anyway. So <sighs> well, we got some other things to talk about, I think. Do we? Well, I want to get you. I want to get your takes on stuff now. Are we all pro Julian Gote now that he got a goal, a score of goals, but playing well? He's been playing well. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, every I got no complaints about the way anybody's playing. I, I I'd be crazy, you know, to compl- I really have no complaints. I think I think a lot of the guys that got off the slow starts have played very well. I'd like to see a little more out of Zabinijad, but we're getting you know he's we're an getting more out of guy now. Game. I mean, he's not putting the puck <clears> in there, but Panarin's starting to pick up the goal scoring. He's shooting the puck more. The goaltending's been good. From both guys, for the most part, um, you know, I, I, losing Sammy Blay is going to leave a hole in in what they want to do. I think the style they want to play, but uh, maybe Morgan Barron gets a shot now. Maybe he comes up. You know, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Keandre uh, Miller's been good. Truba, like I said, has been good. Fox is on his way to Norris, you know- number two. But I will say, I mean, maybe you can look it up. See if you could look up their plus minus that first pairing uh, for the last three games. I feel like they've been on the ice for more goals than usual. Uh, Lindgren and Fox were on the ice for two goals against the Devils. I'm pretty sure of that. Okay. I feel like uh, Lindgren has not been as. Lingren, Lingren and Fox were a minus one against the Devils. Lingren and let's see, Fox was a plus two against Columbus. Lingren was a plus one against Columbus. And we're gonna talk about Brendan and Gallagher fucking sucker punching. Oh, we'll talk about that. That fucking nonsense. And then at the end of the game, fucking what's his face taking a shot at Truba. Fox and Lindgren were both even against Montreal last night. Okay. I feel like they, but hey, they're winning. All right. Let's talk about this other fucking shit. Who was the guy? Uh, By the way, just real quick, just finish the thought. Truba is leading the team in plus minus, plus four. Fox is a plus three. Lindgren's a, pro, a plus three. <clears throat> and Ryan Reeves is leading the team in hits. And Truba he probably right behind him. What's that? No, I said he probably will wind up at the end, you know, for forwards, forwards at least probably wind up. If right. he, that's another thing because these guys hit so much and they, they tend to get hurt. And again, I don't want to just, you know, keep belaboring the point of Ryan Reeves' age, but this, he's going to be in and out of the lineup. That's when, when he's in the lineup, he's got to do what he's been brought here to do. So it makes it even more important. He does things like he did last night. 
and uh, he's got to take the garbage out. Right. So, uh, I I just think, uh, anywho, I, I think that it's just more important for him to, he's got to drop the gloves. I So, so anyway, you want to go back to the sucker punches. Sammy Blay was third on the team in hits, 37. Kreider next with 35. Anyway. I just thought it was, I don't know, what's going on here? I got some commercial running in the background on my fucking... I mean Gallagher and Gallagher and Goodrow are, are kind of jawing at each other before the face-off. And then they tangle a little bit and Gallagher just hauls off and punches him right in the mush. I think Goodrow, you know, I'm pretty good at reading lips. I think he I think Micheletti, Micheletti actually picked up on this. He was chirping him about the fucking Stanley Cup or something. There was something going on there. Is and that, that fucking set off Gallagher. 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 What? Gallagher got the sledgematic out. Yeah. <laughs> and you could see Goodrow was having a good time with that whole thing. Even after the fight, he was smiling. He's always smiling on the ice. I like him. I'm coming around on him. He, I think he is as advertised. He's a character guy. He's killing penalties. I mean, he seems a little bit offensively challenged, but he's doing what he's supposed to do. And I think the Rangers do need needed more players like that. I mean, he's got I mean, seven points. It's not bad. Not bad. I'll take it. It's not bad at all. Um, so Adam Fox leading the team in scoring. It's like the Brian Leach days again, though. One year when Brian Leach led all Rangers in scoring. Him and Panarin are both 4-12. and 12. But then at the end of the game, it was, a, was it John Anderson, Josh Anderson, went yeah. after, was it Truba again? Yes. What the hell is Truba doing out there? He's aggravating everybody. And it's right. And, and I like the right? Yeah. No, he's doing his job out there. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, the the Rangers are doing stuff out there. Now, listen, Montreal's a very frustrated hockey club. The season is not going the way they thought it was going to go. No. And uh, they're going in reverse. Uh, so... They they're going into now. I think this Ranger Toronto game is going to be big game, big game, big game. Although will not tell you it's a big game. They asked him, would this be kind of a barometer of where you are? Because the first time we played Toronto, it was fucking open season on Chesterkin, right? Where they wind up getting fifty-one shots and that or something like that, some fucking crazy number. So you would think he would say yes, but he didn't. He says it's just another game. It's just oh uh, yeah, that was <clears throat> was the Toronto game that that uh, Shesterkin just was stole. He had forty saves, and Toronto has <clears throat> completely turned it around. They got up to a terrible start. Now they're running high. They're relying. Uh, 
They reconnected. They reformed the Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews connection. Uh, Toronto has won nine of their last ten, and like the Rangers, have won four in a row. Who will Cutter uh, be rooting for? Uh, he roots for the Rangers in these games, I believe. He does, huh? I believe he does, yeah. I think Rangers come first with him now. At least that's what he says. I don't know right. what he tells his friends. Hmm. Well, so, that's all right. I don't, you know. Hey, look, when he's with us, I expect nothing but his his unquestioned loyalty. I think we have what, it. What what he what? says in private in the you know in the bars right. of Kipner is another story. He's surely more loyal than Costa is, who, or as I should call him now, Ghosta. Ghosta, latest is not uh, not Ghosta. with us tonight. Ghosta. <laughs> Listen. Don't call me selfish. Not shellfish. Selfish. So I'm not selfish about anything. So I'm not even going to pay attention to it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> not even way into it. <laughs> bit by bit. You know you eat my heart out. <laughs> eat my heart care. out. I don't care. Mike says to Archie. <laughs> oh, you do. What you do you know something? I swear I think you do these things sometimes just to eat my heart out. <laughs> and that's what you do, you know. Little by little, piece by piece, you eat my heart out. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Got to predict a shootout. Oh, that's his way of sitting on the fence. Uh, he, he won't commit. Who wins the shootout? Who are you rooting for? I don't care who wins. Who are you rooting for? <clears throat> you want to talk to Matt Morello? Are you ready? Are we, yeah, let's see what we, Matt has to say. All right. Let's bring Matt on. Get things moving. What's going on, Matt? What's up, guys? How are you? Salute. Oh, <laughs> I want to let you know, you weren't the only ones that got those uh, texts. Uh, I guess in Jim's case, you didn't get any uh, messages from Costa. I yeah, but I, I, you know, I'm almost disappointed. Uh, oh, I did. I got him. <laughs> maybe he's mad at maybe he's mad at me because I gave him such a rash of shit about selling the Bud Light. He don't care about that. No. Oh, I I what? got a whole explanation for it. Okay, go. How $250 or whatever the hell he sold it for is big money to him. And he has this thing about me being rich, which he thinks I, everybody's rich. He thinks everybody's rich. He thinks Eddie and I are rich. Yeah. He's obsessed with how much things cost. Obsessed. Obsessed. Really? I haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I, you know, if I ever post a picture, like, like I don't know, I don't know how closely you pay attention to my Facebook, but you see, over the summer we got a blackstone griddle for outside. Uh, yeah, within, yeah. Within twenty four hours, I had a message from him. If you don't mind me asking, how much that set you back? <laughs> Who cares? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> well, Ed, remember when we went out to to lunch with him that time? He was looking at my phone and he's like, "Oh, you got the the older one." Like knowing what that would cost. Right. Like, yeah, he's big on the phones too. Oh, what phone is that? And he'll take a look at it. He, he looks at he looks at it like a fucking chimpanzee, too. <laughs> Expensive phone. He starts hopping up and down. Ghosta. How dare you call me selfish? 
He wants me, the reason I bring it up. He wants me to go oh, to no, that AEW show, and I'm like, well, Coast, that's like the day of my birthday, and he's like, oh, it's a birthday gift. He goes, you could do the VIP thing, but it's gonna set you back like thirteen hundred bucks. I go. Who the fuck do you think I am that I got thirteen hundred dollars on wrestling? Thirteen hundred dollars on wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're coming from the guy who has he spent thirteen hundred dollars on his life me, on tickets. Yeah. You could tell me that Macho Man and Roddy Piper are coming back from the dead to fight in a steel cage at Madison Square Garden, and uh, as long as I'm there, that's the only way they're doing it. And I still wouldn't spend thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> There's Not no even one. if you told me Miss Elizabeth was going to be in the ring naked in her prime, would I spend thirteen hundred dollars? But what's like VIP in a wrestling? Like, <laughs> what's that look like? I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm going to that show. I don't have VIP. Okay, though. so perfect example. I'm not just doing it because I say I got the shirt on. I'm a huge UFC MMA fan. When that first became legal in New York. McGregor, who I have the shirt on for, was fighting. To get into the garden cost $1,300 for the last row, like Chase Bridge. I didn't spend $1,300 right. then. And trust me, there was like a split second where I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do it. But I didn't. But now I'm going to do it for a wrestling show in Newark? <laughs> right. In Newark. In, in, in Newark. Newark for $1,300. Oh, no, I'm, not going to, I'm going to the IBS arena. No, this one. So he's going to that one, and he's going to the one in Newark. Oh God, that's just that's redundant. I think he went to the one in Newark. They hadn't. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, and he went to the one at uh at the uh, tennis center. Yeah, the you tennis. Imagine center. him walking around Newark. Oh my God! Wow, fans. It's going to be like ten thousand of him. Even 10, more ten thousand incels. <laughs> that might be the safest time to be in Newark. How many yeah. hours has he got to work at the gay community to go to these wrestling things? Oh, wow. <laughs> but he yes. was he was messaging me his whole like life story about some I, I and then he, he sent me another video, which I I don't know what I'm gonna do with that. I'm gonna be what, honest. Himself? No, if it's it's like some old guy that like I don't I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. I'm intrigued by this. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I put this. It's of some like older guy talking about his like life issues or some shit. Oh, I think I know this. Yeah, I think I've, I've been the recipient of this video. <laughs> he sent it to me, and I love Costa, so I'm trying to be nice. But I'm Ghosta. sitting there going, "He's known as Ghosta." Ghosta, and I'm sitting there going, <laughs> "I'm sitting there going, man, you know, I know I have probably more free time than most." But I don't have this level of free time to be sitting there watching this. Is it the guy that's like he's like a he considers himself an alpha, like an alpha yes. dog? Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, all yeah, women yeah. should be subservient to men. Yeah, 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 so it's yeah. The same guy he tried to send it to me. I'm like, I'm married. I'm already subservient. I can't be saved. I'm only kidding. Like I don't but know, if, is he trying to is he trying to get me into this like cult of his? Yeah, like, that's how he is. He's like you know he's given up on women, and then they're all. Uh, yeah, that's how he thinks things should be handled. Right, get out of here, you bum! <laughs> it's, uh, it's like all, and then he was doing something about like the social justice warrior ranger fan. 
because of related to the whole thing with Reeves and I'm trying to put the dots together because I do kind of like a good conspiracy theory, but I couldn't make it out. Like I was really trying. I I, right. I couldn't put A and B together. Jim. I mean, I I love the guy, but right now he's in my doghouse for calling me selfish. We'll make now, up. I'll say that I'll say this. He might be in your doghouse now, but Cutsy, you with your little props with the salt. Enough. Your prop sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. Your, your prop is shit. This show's become like Piper's Pit. Everybody just calling out people to start new rivalries. In fact, wow. Jeff, you sit there and say, oh, I'm trying to get in your head and all this. Who's the one who lives rent-free in whose head? Because every time someone says something to you, you somehow spill my name out as, oh, I attack you. Oh, I bully you. Oh, I'm the enemy. So who's in whose head, Jeff? If you That's want, true. come on right now, and we'll have another go at it, even though I kicked your ass the last time. And since then, you only call in when I'm not here. So, Jeff, Ooh. who's the bad guy? Me or you? Wow. Anyway. Wow. I love it. It's like it's almost like a wrestling promo between two wrestlers. They just right, came in. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anywhere, anytime, I'll meet you in the ring in the squared circle. Speaking of which, Jeff. We're going to talk about props. Who's the fucking champ now, Jeff? There you go. <laughs> Look at this shit. Baddest motherfucker in this show. Me. That's Not right. you, Jeff. He's got Me. the BMF title. That's right. I got the title. Not you, Jeff. You know why? Because you're the biggest <laughs> bitch in this fucking chat room. That's right. You're always whining up in there in Kitchener. I just turned into a wrestling show, but I love it. You're not the bad guy, Jeff. Shut the fuck up. No one hates you. All right, BMF, you got anything else before we get to Connors so we can wrap this up? Yeah, Ryan Reeves sucks. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Wow! You know, you bring him in, and he's supposed to be, oh, we're laying down the law. It's like the Attitude Era of the Rangers, the NWO, the Wolfpack's coming in. He doesn't do the job against Tom Wilson. And I've heard the whole theories of, oh, it's against T uh, it's TNT. Bettman told them all this. Okay, that's fine. Well, now you have an incident with Subban. And now I'm being told, oh, now we're going into philosophy over the games and all that. And you suck, dude. You got your. It's almost like Derek Bugard, except Derek Bugard, you He's know, was brain. Yeah, was brain dead and on drugs and all that. Last time I heard, you don't have issues. So what the fuck is it? Are you just a big lunk-headed idiot who's a pussy? Like. I don't understand. And, and all these people making excuses for him. What is it because he's black in that case, and we don't want to you know, go after him? Yeah, that's right. I'm in Qu uh, Quinon or whatever that thing. I'm in Qu Quinon. <laughs> Quinon. Yeah, whatever. It's David Quinon. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm just. I'm so. 
and then I, and I fight this fight even with the pedestrian ranger fans on the outside too, because I'm viewed as the devil when I say that he sucks. Oh, you you just you hated this thing from the start. He's a great guy in the locker room. Oh, I could give He's a shit less. I could, who gives a shit unless you're in there or unless Reeves is paying you off or he's giving you a little something something under the desk who gives a shit about that when he's on the ice he hasn't done a damn thing well I think all right I'm gonna play a racist advocate here I mean no I mean devil's advocate not New Jersey devil's advocate. I mean I think he's been better as a player than I thought, and he does hit. But but that's I'm worth totally four million you. dollars. I know I I dude, I totally am with you. I you're brought here to do one thing, and you can't fucking do it. And again, twice, the fuck is this twice, twice, and you're thirty four years the fuck old. Is this one not working? <laughs> and you're not hockey player. Why the fuck is this one not working? I don't know why that motherfucker's not working, but he's got to start fucking killing people. He's a goon. He's not a hockey player. So do your job. Y'all, I have no it's... idea what the fuck's going on. I, I, I honestly have no idea. This is. You have one job. Literally one job. You play six minutes a game. And when something like that happens, I don't want to hear some hockey IQ explanation as to why you don't do your one job. Exactly. I don't like you, but in that moment, you were going to be – everybody was going to sit there and say, okay, he's here for a reason, and he did it. And now what? The season's been like a month, month and a half. You've had two defining moments for your existence as a Ranger so far, and you shit the bed twice. Well, no, he's right. He's right. He's riled me up now with all the wrestling talk now and everything. I'm ready to go. Got you fired up. The Rangers are not paying him to be fucking Socrates and fucking and, and fucking be all philosophical. We want him to fucking have the mind of Dale, Dale Purinton, who like you know was eating raw meat in the locker room, couldn't wait to be fucking unchained to go out there and beat somebody up. Ty Domi, Ty Domi would have done that. Hell, and again, I'm no fan of this individual. I thought he was an idiot, but Sean Avery would have done something. Of course. Sean Avery was very outspoken the first time in the fight, Tom, fight Tom Wilson. I wonder what he thinks about this. I mean, even though, you know, he's insane as it is, but still. I know I'm I was a fan of I know Jen's going to be on my side on this. Matt Barnaby might be drunk in a golf cart, and he might not know where his wallet is the next day, but Matt Mar Barnaby would have done something about it. That's right. I can name at least a dozen Rangers that would have done done something about it. In the, well. Dan Carcillo would have done something about it. That's right. Now, yeah, Paul Baum would have done it. He might have done something to Marion Gabrick, too, which, right, you know, right, that's right. another issue. But he would have done something about it. But, no, the guy that we throw money bags after, no, he, he does nothing. He'll just skate around and, oh, I'll lay a hit on him when the play is going on. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Stop. That, that bison head Brendan Lemieux, like Connor says, he wouldn't want to after him. Ah, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> Very fired up Matt Morello tonight. I love it. I've had enough. Of, and you know what? Yes, some of it is held over anger from the whole thing with Gordon and, and JD. And I know I got to let that go. But you know what? Maybe it's, it's a party. You're upset. 
that too. Maybe it's the Italian in me and the grudge holder and, you know, guilty well, you're on all the time. BMF champion. I mean, uh, that, also that's that, right. Well. You <laughs> that is correct. That, I walk the walk and I talk the talk. Unlike you, Cutter, which, by the way, I'm still waiting. Where are you? Where the fuck are you? Were you still in Milan's bunker over there, Jeff? Can't get the signal? All right. We're going to let you go. We're going to bring Connor in, and we'll see if if Cutsy shows up before it's all said and done. All right. Whose Wi-Fi is is Connor taking to make the call? Wow, he's throwing heat at Connor now. (laughs) Everybody. He is just a house of fire tonight. This is just Wow. No I one like is Kana. being spared. Uh, all right. Kana, that was a joke. I like it. Don't don't get me wrong. Red Howden got second, by the way. Nice. Why we let him go? Heart trophy. Mary Heart. Take care, Matt. Take See it in, boys. Good night. Taking heat with it. Trying to get heat with all, all our other callers. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the more Kana. angst this fan base shows, the better. What's up, Kana? Well, I mean, as a... I it, it's hard to succeed, Matt. But you know, from one Italian to another, uh, we're like the BSU uh, Goodfellas, and he's the Jimmy to my Henry Hill oh, because wow. I survived at the ending. Yes, you survived to be an alcoholic on the run and then died in obscurity. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, you don't. I won't be able to present myself with that beautiful alcoholism at uh, the oh. viewing party that wasn't. I know. It stinks. Well, you know what? I will uh, I'll pour a yingling out for you guys on Sunday against the Buffalo. Okay, well. <laughs> so uh, what's going on? What are, your, what are your thoughts, your prayers, your your feelings on the Rangers? I mean, you know, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm happy we're doing well. I hate to, you know, pour some cold water on this uh, fiery team here, but I'm uh, – you know, the last four games, we've been playing some really bad teams, whether it's the Devils or the Canadians. And I'd like to see how we line up against the Maple Leafs or the Hurricanes or or whomever to see, like, is this team for real? Because, you know, we're, we're basically riding on on the backs of Fox and Igor and Kreider and Panera. And so I'd, I'd just like to see, is this team legit? Well, I mean, I don't disagree with you, but you can only play the hand you're dealt. That's fair. uh, You know, a a good team, if you want to be a good team, you got to beat the bad teams. You got to make sure you beat the bad teams. And, well, they've done that, you know, at least in the last two weeks. My expectations for the Rangers is they're not as good as the Carolinas and Torontos. So if they lose to them, I'm not going to be like, wow, you know, I know what you're saying. I don't want to put the horse. Are they really going to be a 10 and three type team the whole year? No, Probably I mean, Probably at the same time, you know, the November games matter just as right. much as the April games. I just so, don't want to see him get mangled and embarrassed like they did against Calgary. That's all. Right. Uh, I want them to be competitive and, and uh, you know, and like I said, I don't know how he's doing it, but the, you know, Gallant is doing it. I mean, the message is getting through. And I've seen so many times with Ranger coaches, the message doesn't get through. And it got through these last three or four games. Get shots on net. Spend less time in your zone. 
Some breaking Wolfpack news there. The Wolfpack have come back from a two-goal deficit, and they've taken the lead four to three. We've got to talk Co to Cody Bondra next week. We'll get him on. Yeah, Cody's at the game today, tonight. So, I'm sure. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not rooting for any, you know, injury to be long-term, but with layout, let's see what kind of young gun we can bring up at Hartford, considering we've got plenty of promising guys. Well, I there's hope a we guy see down him. in Hartford right now that Jim wants. What's that guy's name again? Not the Morgan. Morgan. Guy, the fighter guy with the weird hair. Oh, PC Labrie. PC he's, he's waiting with bated breath. He's, he's, <laughs> there's your guy right there. PC Labrie. PC Labrie, baby. Bring uh, him up. Let's get it done. This guy's 35 years old. He's tanned. He's rested. He's ready. PC oh, Labrie. Will he bring it? Will he bring up his shillelagh up to the Rangers? He's got he's got cup experience. Called a cup experience. <laughs> he played with uh, he played with uh, Tampa. Well, like, what, okay. Six games. Hey, hey, hey! We have we have the second coming of Glenn Anderson. Then, All right? Exactly. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they plug in. Is that what he's looking like now? Look at him. It looks, he like looks like Torment. Yeah, he looks like he should be in Vikings. Oh my well, he's one, uh, he's one face tattoo and an electric guitar away from being a rocker. That's true. Even one of those Viking metal bands. <laughs> PC Labrie. All right, well. Free Labrie. Free Labrie. Four assists. He's rocking. He's ready. <laughs> Right. I wonder where he is, like on the team depth chart. He's got to be like the last guy. He's he's probably getting more airtime than he's ever gotten his right. entire career. Guy's been around twenty years. I I if I go to that Pierre thing, Cedric Labrie, if Cody <laughs> can hook me up where the players go out, I'm going to ask BC Labrie if he could be on the show when I go to that Hartford game. That'd be awesome. Maybe I would get Cody to make it happen. I can do. The guy I do this show with loves you. He's been calling for you all year. Every time an injury comes, free Labrie. Hashtag free Labrie. That's right. We'll get it trending. He'll have to come. <laughs> yeah. Hell, if I, if I ever go to a Hartford game, I'll bring a pipe down there, and I'll say, uh, can you pay, pay the Pied PC? <laughs> the Pied PC. Uh, let me get your thoughts quickly on uh, – the whole Ryan Reeves situation, should he have fought Subban? And was the Subban uh, hit uh, illegal or dirty or clean? Dirty. Dirty, you know, typical, give him a slap on the wrist, one-game suspension. As long as, uh, you know, it's addressed better and, you know, Jim Dolan doesn't get in a fight with the clown Batman and the Rangers don't get fined, I'd consider it a victory. The Rangers have already been ruined once this time. Don't let another hit ruin the entire team again. Like, you know, I, 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 and also like, you know, it doesn't matter color of skin. We got pissed off when Tom Wilson laid that hit down. It's about the hit. It's not about the fact that, you know, who he is. Okay. You know, so it, the, the, uh, at this point, I'm just hoping that the next time we play the Devils, we have our own Brendan Smith to really take it to Subban. Brendan Smith would have fought him. 
I think you said Brendan that in the chat room. Bought him, and he really kicked his ass. Anthony Deuce, uh, the person who said that was Jay of the Dead, aka Jason Patrick. I haven't told, I haven't mentioned that to him this season so far that Barkley Goodrow was going to be the next Adam Graves. He's not even the next Ryan Graves, Peter Graves, or uh, what's the other Graves? Lynn Red Graves. <laughs> He's not going to be the next Deep okay, Graves as far as I'm concerned. There's a little, uh, there's a little bonus coverage for you here. Uh-oh, bonus coverage. Oh. Why didn't they call me up sooner? And there we go. Fight right off oh, the face-off. That's... Labrie and Dorset. Oh, Pierre Cedric for uh, 